Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. This morning, I'm going to uh, briefly talk about <clears throat> this individual that will appear in the last days, <clears throat> and he is called by several several different names uh, in the Word of God. And mind you, I'm, going, I'm only going to focus on a few sections of scripture this morning. <clears throat> For our study this morning, uh, we will focus on the name that is given to him by John in the Revelation. And that is the, the Therion, T-H-E-R-O-N, Therion, uh, which means the wild beast. I know in the old King James Version, uh, the name comes across as the beast, but uh, in the Greek, <clears throat> the emphasis is on the, the character. He is the wild beast, and so the adjective is very descriptive of his character and what he is like and the havoc uh, that he will bring to the earth uh, through his actions uh, and through his blasphemous speech. So his character is going to be revealed uh, through, again, both his actions and through his speech. Jesus himself said, uh, by their fruits you shall know them. But the individuals who receive him and who become followers of the beast, uh, those who receive uh, Mark, uh, this particular, what we call, what the scriptures call the mark of the beast, <clears throat> these individuals have will share, will share a destiny with him, or they will share his destiny. And please understand that the beast will only be in power uh, for a short period of time. Um, several times in the book of Revelation, we read about the divine passive. That is, and this was allowed, and this was allowed. But then we see uh, God closing down or God collapsing uh, the, the the world system that has been created uh, by unregenerate people and evil spirit beings, culminating <clears throat> in the appearance uh, of the Therion or the wild beast. In Matthew 27, uh, excuse me, Matthew uh, 24. Uh, we have the Olivet Discourse. Uh, I would, uh, it would be very important for you to read the Olivet Discourse uh, that Jesus gives. Uh, very important because in this uh, <clears throat> particular chapter, Jesus talks about the Great Tribulation. And uh, the word tribulation means the, the great squeezing or the great, the great pressure. Great squeezing or great 
uh, incredible pressure. So this is what the word tribulation means. Um, and you can find that word in Matthew chapter 24, uh, verse 21. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 4, uh, Paul speaks about the, uh, the day of man or of man's judgment. This is what he writes in 1 Corinthians 4, uh, verse 3. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not my own self. So it should literally read of man's day. This is man's day. In 1 Corinthians 5, 5, Paul speaks about the day of Christ. The day of Christ. So, <clears throat> so here we have the day of man, which is now the time in which we live, in which human opinion human and human actions dominate. But understand that uh, the Holy Spirit is containing the full manifestation of evil, uh, of the evil that is inherent in man's day. <clears throat> and then there will come a point where the Holy Spirit will allow, uh, uh, he will withdraw himself. And then the world will see what God has been, uh, in his grace, what, he, what he, uh, he has been saving the world from. That is the, the full, unrestrained manifestation of evil <clears throat> that will come upon the world uh, during the tri- tribulation period. This is a very serious time. This is, will be a very dangerous time. And um, so there will be individuals uh, who will, will follow the beast. He will bring in a, a false sense of peace <clears throat> and Second Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, Paul writes these words in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, that is to great apostasy, <clears throat> and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. And so uh, along with the great apostasy within the church. Now note, the form of the church will remain, but the content uh, will be removed. Classical doctrine, classical belief uh, will be set aside, will be, uh, will be abrogated. People will no longer want to hear classical doctrine. But the form, the outward form of the visible church will remain, but their hearts will no longer serve the living and true God. They will not believe into the person of Jesus. They will uh, conform themselves to the age, the day of man, and they will follow apostate teachings. So uh, Paul writes, uh, in the last days, uh, very dangerous times will come. And he says, he states, men shall be lovers of themselves. That is, the church will, and he is speaking about the church. There will be a malignant narcissism within the church. And from that malignant narcissism will flow other 
sins, other <clears throat> heinous and very, uh, very terrible sins. So, <clears throat> and so Paul goes on in verse four, uh, and he he states, "Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God." This. This is the, the the beast, the wild beast. Now, when we turn to the book of Revelation, and we take a a, a careful look at uh, particularly chapter thirteen, chapter thirteen of Revelation, the first ten verses speaks of the the Antichrist or the wild beast. The first ten verses of Revelation 13. So uh, these verses give us a, a summary uh, understanding of what he will do and what he is like. <clears throat> so in verse 2 of Revelation 13, uh, we read, And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard. And his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. So and so the dragon or the sharp seeing one, the sharp seeing one will give note verse two, his power, his seat and great authority. Authority to the beast. Now, please under, remember in the temptation uh, that the devil offered Jesus all the kingdoms of the world, but there is a price attached. And so the dragon is going to give uh, all of his what he's going to get. He's going to give his power and his seat and authority to the wild beast or to the therion. And so he is going to suffer a great wound and he's going to be wounded unto death and he's going to feign a resurrection. Uh, and so <clears throat> now notice we have the Holy Trinity of God and, and we're going to have the unholy Trinity. So we have the dragon, and we have uh, the beast or the wild therion, and then there's going to be a religious beast uh, whom people will worship. And then, so these comprise the unholy trinity, and there will be a false uh, resurrection of the uh, of the antichrist or the wild therion. Now, notice in verse five, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months, and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, and then that dwell in heaven. And so, and this religious beast comes on the scene, and it is really interesting that uh, the Bible records for us uh, the, the destiny of those who follow uh, the beast. And so we go to Revelation 14. We read <clears throat> about the wrath of God. 
the wrath of God. Uh, this term is used only 11 times and occurs uh, 10 times in the Revelation, the wrath of God. <clears throat> so, in verse 10, Revelation 14:10, we read, And the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of, or the hopomony of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So, these, these individuals who worship the beast, and they did not repent of their sin, and so therefore, uh, because, they were, because of their decision to follow the beast, they will share in his torment too. They will have no relief. From this particular suffering, uh, this suffering uh, is forever, and it is the divine sentence against those who have trampled underfoot the blood of the Son of God. These people have been stalwart in their rebellion, and they have insisted on following the beast, and so... Uh, because they they receive uh, the character, or the, they received uh, the mark on their bodies, which symbolizes what? It's, it's, it's a, this is this is a symbol of ownership, and so they are owned by Him, and they have rejected the grace of God in Christ Jesus. They have rejected the blood of the Lamb that was shown on Calvary for our sins, that you and I might be saved. Beloved, the Bible tells us now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. You, at this very moment, please read 1 Corinthians 15, can go before God and receive salvation through his Son, Christ Jesus. You can have a new life. You can be born again. Good morning. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.